What's going on, travelers? It's your main man, Just GQ here, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Travel Guides, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. Today, we're going to do a little something different, but before we get into that, let's catch up a little bit, shall we? So, I just got back from Denver celebrating the birthday of JT Fit and Fresh, who has been a guest on here a couple of times, so shout out to, to Justin. Um, and we had a great time. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, definitely wild with Thanksgiving, or with Thanksgiving, with Halloween and everything. T'Challa was definitely in the place. So, you know, I finally, I typically don't go all out for Halloween. You know what I'm saying? It's just not really my feng shui like that. Like, I... More so, I'm a November baby, so shout out to the Scorpios out there, whoop whoop, uh, and all the people who unfairly hurl their incorrect assumptions about us onto us. Shout out to y'all as well. But I just get a lot more energy for like the Thanksgiving and Christmas side of things, you know. So uh, obviously, for for obvious reasons, you all know I I travel. I take my big trip on Thanksgiving and extend out for 10 days, try to hit as many countries as I can, stopovers and intentional destinations included. So that is obviously something to look forward to. And I love my family. So I know some people have strained relationships with their families, but that is not the case for me. I love my family and love spending time with them. And I've been away for a long time. So I look forward to going back home and spending time with everyone. So thus the Christmas holiday uh, gives me a lot of energy as well. However, I went I went in this Halloween and peeled a little bit. So y'all about to be seeing me be T'Challa for the next five years so I can make sure I get all my money back on this costume. That being said, great time, great food, great people. It was a good time in Denver. I also want to take this as an opportunity to shout out all of the subscribers and listeners from Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and our newest listeners are coming from Spotify. That's it. So if you have not checked this out on Spotify, please do so. Just search the Travel Guides, T-H-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-G-U-Y-D-E-S. So I'm, I hope that you all knew that, but there there may be people who are listening here um, who would prefer to listen on Spotify. So I wanted to, you know, I wanted to spell it out just for them. Anyways, you all are appreciated. So thank you for your support. And part of the support that you all provide us is feedback. Feedback that we put, we look at as being very valuable and feedback that we like to action. So one of the most consistent but polarized um, types of feedback that we've received has been around the time of an episode. There are some of you all that fit, that have very low attention spans <laughs> and, and want some five-minute Content jam-packed full of information. And then there are some of you who are accustomed to some of the more long-form podcasts that exist and are very popular um, that span for several hours and that would put me to sleep. So I'm I'm we've been trying to keep as close to a 30 to 45 minute time span as possible. But understanding that our audience is growing and thus preferences are Becoming a little bit more complex, 
wanted to try a little something different. And additionally, one of the other pieces of feedback is that um, while some of the more experiential global citizen get color about how it is to exist within the uh, country content is enjoyable, Sometimes y'all are just looking for quick hitting, this is what I need to do, where I need to go, how much it costs type of information. And so we want, I wanted to combine both of those into what I'm, it's a working title, so calm your judgment, but I'm thinking about calling them peanut episodes. So this is more so, it's a nod to airline snacks, so surprise. Um, but want to make that, want to make it more condensed, snackable content that is direct. So in line with, Hey, I'm going to, we're going to be talking about Barcelona today. So I'm going to Spain, Barcelona. Where do I need to go? What do I need to do? Get me to a place quickly where I can understand the blocking and tackling uh, areas for visiting. And then, honestly, we're going to leave the rest up to you to do research and until we have more of the long form type of content. So to recap, going to, thank you for the feedback. Going to action the feedback. We're going to make these peanut episodes, but not going to stop the long form experiential episodes. So, because, you know, we want to give everyone a taste of the culture in a way that is conducive to your learning style. So, that being said, as I mentioned before, we are going to start with a top 20 tourist destination in Barcelona, Spain. So as I mentioned, Barcelona, Spain, a top 20 tourist destination, is a great place to start out for a first-time traveler who is looking to get into mainland Europe, so not necessarily like the United Kingdom countries. Additionally, Barcelona, I just have quite the affinity for Barcelona. It was our home base during our Euro trip, shout out to Todd, that I referenced quite frequently as the trip that changed the way I view travel and let me know that the world is my oyster for a very cliche reference. But that was where we were. That was where, you know, my, my comfort level was discovered. And so I just really love Barcelona. Um, I felt like it, it helped to set my expectations for other countries that I would visit. And I was able to get an understanding and a feel for the culture and for the people and just the land. So love Barcelona. Barcelona is the capital of Spain, but resides in Catalonia, which has a pretty complex relationship with Spain that I honestly don't fully understand. But I know there's tension and Catalonia wants to be recognized as its own sovereign state. So you can research for more information, um, but that is what I know. Barsi is also the second largest city in Spain, the largest being Madrid, and has about one and a half million people. So pretty sizable city there. The people speak both Spanish and Catalan. Additionally, you'll see a myriad of other people who have migrated to uh, Spain and Barcelona specifically. So you should, but they do speak English as well. So you'll be good to go there. Um, as far as a sights to see standpoint, our first stop, and I think a lot of people's first stops, would be 
Sagrada Familia, which is a Gaudi creation. This is a Roman Catholic church that is mentioned in tandem with Barcelona. It is a beautiful structure with breathtaking architecture um, that leans more to the Gothic uh, style of of architecture. Shout out to Ted Mosby, architect, um, for all you How Met Your Mother fans out there, or... Maybe a lot of you have never heard of the show, but it's a great show. Neither here nor there. Anyways, um, it was under construction when I was there. This was in 2012 uh, when I graduated. But they, and it was under construction for a long time. But I've recently been told that they have completed the construction. And so now it is fully renovated and whatnot. But from outside to inside, I mean, all of the detail that was put into that by Gaudi, I mean, it is amazing like you should definitely you should absolutely go there um secondly parguel and i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that uh right uh, obviously it would be like parguel but anyways it is an extension of gaudi's influence as well as a park it's a colorful and whimsical take on what you how you would normally see a park come to life um and so that is something that would be dope to go see as well you need tickets for both so i was Surprised uh, by Guel specifically as far as needing tickets, but it's like it. I don't know. It's, it has a Willy Wonka feel. You guys can like all of this. You should look up if you want more information because I'm trying to like plow through this thing and give you all all the information. But it's it's pretty dope. Next up, Las Ramblas. This is a crazy strip that runs right through La City Center in in Barcelona. It's one of the most famous destinations in Barcelona, very well known. You can get you a lot of Barcelona culture on Las Ramblas. There is a heavy tourist element though, but it's very similar to like a Times Square in New York for a reference point. However, it is the home to a lot of scamming as well. So watch your pockets when you're there. It, there's a ton of people there. There's a lot of vendors. There's a lot of clubs and, and and bars and restaurants and all of that. So you can you can do pretty much all the things there. And it it goes it uh, turns up at night as well. So I'll talk to I'll talk about that when I get to the nightlife portion. But it's definitely uh, a, a great place to experience. But just be smart and don't let somebody take your bread. There are beaches in Barcelona as well. Barceloneta Beach, um, it's cool. When we went, it was it was cool. It was nothing nothing crazy. Um, it's it's one of the most populated beaches or one of the most visited beaches. Um, it's kind of dirty, just being real. But it's a beach and it's nice and it has nice you know places to put your feet in the sand. I don't know. It's dope. If y'all want to go. <laughs> It's a beach. There's a lot of people there. You can meet people. You can talk to them. It's it's literally just a beach. But it's cool. So you go, enjoy. Separately, San Sebastian, which is, uh, is kind of close to uh, Barcelona, has one of the most beautiful beaches I have ever seen in my life. Maybe, the, maybe that and Lagos, Portugal, and, and Condado. Uh, beach as well, but either those three, those are my top three beaches. So if you wanna, if you wanna get like a beautiful scenic beach experience, go to San Sebastian um, as well. Ah, do we have time to? I, I'm gonna tell y'all a quick story. So actually, no, I'm not gonna do that. We'll, we'll power through. I realized that was kind of a tease. I'll probably share the story at a later time, and I will reference this episode so you all know that this is the, the information that I kept from you. Anyways, other sites. Th- those are just like the top. 
the the big hitters that you need to go see but there are other sites there's the museum of art uh, of catalonia there's like a so uh, pablo picasso uh exhibit in there there's an opera house there's an aquarium there are other churches um that you can go see but those are the those those top four if you could do those that's that's a great place to start as far as getting around in spain the rail was pretty sufficient for us when we were there um and they have taxis as well that we use uber existed in 2012 but it wasn't big when i was there like it wasn't big in the states so i'm i feel pretty confident as one of the uh larger cities in the country that or in the world that barcelona has uber and it's probably fully functional now so i'm sure you could use that Barcelona also has a major airport, which helps with pricing to get over there. So, you know, when you're flying into hubs, it's typically a lot cheaper than if you're flying into a regional airport or a fake international <laughs> airport. No shade to all the mid-sized cities out there, but that's not real. Um, and so it also helps when you're going to nearby destinations to Barcelona. So I mentioned San Sebastian. You can... You don't necessarily need to fly there, but Ibiza and Mallorca, those are two spots. I love Mallorca. Like, it has a very special place in my heart. Like, I, I just I just had a great time in Mallorca. Ibiza is very, is heralded as a wild and crazy time. I can attest it is just that. You can go there, have a great time, and then come back and sleep it off the next week. Additionally, from, uh, I looked up tickets from Chicago just because I, I just needed to fact check and make sure. Um, tickets from Chicago were mostly 600 bucks from here to Barcelona, but I did see one that was in the range of like $370. So anybody who's in the Chicago area, y'all might want to go ahead and book that. And these weren't uh, for dates that were far out. This was like, I believe it was the Monday of Thanksgiving week that I was looking. So, I mean, it's pretty consistently in that it's, it's an economical flight that you can that you can take. Lodging. Barcelona is a safe place as a as a whole, in my opinion. I say that as a six two two hundred fifteen pound man. Um, so you know, I proceed with caution. But we stayed in um, in hostels when when we were there, uh, and, and so we used hostelworld.com, which I you know it, it was pretty sufficient for us. I'm sure that you could use some of these other uh, sites and Expedia, a hotels.com, what have you. Uh, but you know, it, it worked, it worked out for us. There is a W on Barcelona at the beach that is beautiful, but it is expensive and it is way outside of anything that I would do, but it is in city center, which is where I always try to stay when I don't know where to stay. I always try to go to city center. So that's just like a, uh, best practice. But the W, I looked at a room there. A room with two double two double beds is about two ninety four two hundred ninety four euros a night, and so that'll run you about three hundred forty dollars for a night's rest. For context, that is expensive. But I recently went to Miami, and those prices, whew, crazy. Miami for a room is like 500 bucks now. I don't know if it was always just that and we were saying three, four, five to a room. But yeah, nah, bro. I'm tight on that. So moving right on along to the food. So I'm really bad at specific restaurants. And I think y'all know that about me. However, um, the types of food were are what I remember about Spain. The Spanish food was so delicious. It was so delicious. The tapas... 
uh, one. So there, there's a lot of tapas restaurants, and that's kind of consistent within like uh, Western Europe as well. Um, but those were were really great. Small plates, but you get a lot of variety, and you know it's one that's very uh, it aligns well with European culture as far as like smaller bites, and then they walk it off, and so they you know stay slim and all that action. Um, but I discovered paella, and oh my Jesus, like paella, I I could not get enough of it. There was seafood paella, there was chicken paella, there was all kinds of paella, and I was just like I, I wanted it all. Um, so definitely have all of the paella in Spain, in Barcelona when you're there, because it is not the same here. Or and here by here, I don't want to exclude our international audience. I mean Americas, but have it where it is native. Um, the crema uh, catalana is very similar to like a creme brulee, but it was really good, and I just love creme brulee, so I was like, I was sold. Um, one, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all this one thing. When I came back from this Euro trip, I had discovered aioli over there and I was, I felt, I was feeling super cultured and <laughs> I came back and I was like, oh my gosh, they had this thing. I was talking to my mom who humored me in this whole thing and I was like, oh my goodness, they had this thing called aioli. It was crazy. It was so delicious. They, they bring it out with the bread and you can like do all the things and I was like, I got to have more of it. I just, I really miss aioli. So I Google the recipe for aioli, go out to the grocery store, I get all the ingredients, I come back to the house, then I'm making it, I'm, I'm whipping it up, and I'm, as I'm reading through the ingredients that I'm, and I'm adding it in there, I was like, this feels a lot like mayonnaise. And then I realized that it was. <laughs> so, but the aioli over there, I don't know what it is, because I don't like mayonnaise, but I really rock with aioli, and there's some, like, nuances, but for all intents and purposes, like, heavy cream, blah, 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 like, it's, it's, uh, it's mayonnaise. Um, so moving right on along, nightlife. I'm, so nightlife, I, I can I be real? Really, for nightlife, I told you we were in hostels. So we would just hang out in the hostel. We would talk to people. We would meet travelers or we would meet locals that were there. And we would just ask them what they were doing. You know, obviously it changes depending on the vibe of the person. And obviously there's a bit of profiling that goes on here. But you, you know, take a look at someone who you would, who you believe would be on this, on a similar wave as you. Um, depending on whatever that is. And then we just go and explore and just see. If something's dope, you stay. If it's whack, you leave. But that's just my simplistic way of going about things. So I say all that to say, I, I don't remember any where or any specific spot that we went to, but I do remember the areas. And I also consulted a, a couple of these lists just to make sure that that was still um, consistent. But obviously, like, you can't really... If I'm trying to do something that's cool, I'm not going to... A list that's online of the top 10 places I should go out. So, but it was consistent. There was some crossover there. Anyways, so I'm going to do this by district. You can go to Las Ramblas, which I spoke about earlier. There's, it's just a lot going on there. You can definitely find uh, a good bar, a club to go there. There's a place called a got called the Gothic Quarter, and this is like where the hidden gems and like the low key spots. There's like a lot of authentic spots there. You can listen to flamenco music and dance and have the time of your life, and it's great. Um, also, there's a, a another spot that popped that I wasn't. 
I didn't visit, but it was called El Born. Um, and they said this was more of a sophisticated area, like more upscale area, but it definitely popped on a few of those lists as like a main area to go out. All in all, I love Barcelona. It was great for me. Hopefully, if that's where you are looking to go, this is a helpful starting point because that is what it is meant to be. And we have made this thing in 15 minutes from the time of the intro. So this is kind of the model that we're going for here. It's like just a strong, I'm going to really try to keep it to 10 to 15 minutes, give you a strong uh, base understanding of the destination, and then you can go do the rest. You can go and research Because everybody's preferences are different, and I want you to have the best time for you. But these are just suggestions and the blocking and tackling, the basics, you know? So, hopefully this is helpful. Please let me know. Leave a comment. DM me on IG at GQ50 at the Travel Guides at Y-E-S-S-U-R, Yezur for International P. Leave a comment, or you can email us at thetravelguides at gmail.com. But let us know, because obviously we're interested. We're only doing this because this is what you all wanted. So hopefully you like it. And that'll do it for another episode of The Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening.